You know, last time on the podcast on Monday, we were talking about how our emotions literally unchecked if we don't check them and we let them just grow and things to settle and we don't deal with them, how it can literally change our personality. And that's a biological fact. We end up becoming someone we don't like. And so today what I want to do is I want to talk a little bit more about some other things that a lot of us are going through when we talk about unchecked emotions. One of them is the isolation, is the loneliness, is the feelings of deep depression. And if you are tired of feeling as horrible as you do and you just don't want to continue another day feeling this bad, or maybe COVID-19 has only made the bad feelings you had before COVID-19 worse and you just want to be able to feel not depressed or anxious about what tomorrow will bring or maybe if it's just that you just want a happier life and you didn't think things were going to turn out like this and you're desperate just to honestly feel better and you just want to be happy if any of those things sound familiar then this podcast is for you Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we talk about everything that Muslims today go through, whether it's parenting, relationships, love, seeking spouses. By the way, we're going to do seeking spouses and a whole lot of podcasts on that with love and marriage and finding the right guy or whatever um, in December. So look forward to that, inshallah. But I want to talk today more about emotions because I told you we're kind of talking a lot about that this month because a lot of you are reaching out to me with all your issues. And I want to make sure that we cover different things that you're going through and give you the tools on how to get through them. And you all know, because I've talked about it so many times, I'm going to have an entire free class coming out. And so I've been giving little snippets of kind of some of the things I'll be covering. But the ultimate thing that I'll be covering in that class is explaining how you can get access to healing yourself and how you can work through emotions and handle any type of emotion that can literally come by you. It's kind of a a secret that I learned a long time ago that I wish I had learned a lot sooner because it actually really helped me get a hold of myself. No matter what people did to me, no matter what I was going through in my life, I was able to get emotionally calm and focused and not let it like make me feel like I wanted to jump out of my own skin. I know you've been there. I've been there too. It's a horrible feeling when you can't escape your own thoughts and your own feelings. And so no worries. We're working on that through these. But that one, if you didn't already know, is coming out on Black Friday. I'll put the link below for the waiting list. So many people keep asking me for it. So I just keep reminding different women on the podcast because I don't know who listens to what. I want to make sure whoever needed it, they didn't think I ignored them and they got it. So according to the 2018 National Survey by Cigna, loneliness, like isolation, feelings of isolation and loneliness have reached an all-time high. And that was in 2018. And this was with nearly 20,000 adults reporting that they had, that's in the US, excuse me, having some type of feelings of loneliness. Now, mind you, that was before COVID-19. When we started to become isolated um, with COVID-19, then all other types of articles came out. So I just wanted to highlight that because of a lot of different issues, but especially technology plays a great role, we were struggling before. And I talked to you in my last podcast about, um, you know, how our emotions unchecked change our personality, literally. So when I was creating this episode, it got me to thinking a lot about myself and how I became who I am. And as much as I reflected where 
where I went wrong and I could have done better and I did all that deep reflecting, it also got me thinking about what has gone incredibly right. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. What I did that literally got me out of these feelings of depression and loneliness and suicidal thoughts, which I know many of you talk to me about that you have. And so I want to say that I encourage you to do what I did as well, which was that, you know, I, I thought about, well, when I was happy, what was I doing then? Who was I around then? What was I involved then? Because there had to be some time when you were having a high moment, right? So I do, as much as I like to think of the negative times, I also like to think of the good times and ask myself, well, have I stopped doing some of the things that might have benefited me in the time of, of you know, success in my life or high moments. And I encourage you to do the same and just think about it. And I was thinking about this, you know, I was, you know, challenging myself. And I thought of one person, honestly, when I was going through the times of strength and greatest movement, and when I was able to say like, wow, I feel like I'm really just growing in who I am and reaching better levels of myself. It was my mentor that came to mind. So I've never talked about my mentor that much before, if you know me on the podcast, but she's almost like a second mother. And her and the other sisters in that close-knit community that I was in um, were really, if I really am honest, other than, you know, obviously Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who led me to this group of women and the great teachings of the Quran and the Prophet, peace be upon him, like other than the obvious thing of those, these women, honestly, and by the way, I'm, I'm still close to them to this day, maybe like 17 years later after I've met them. And so subhanAllah, my, my mentor, my teacher, she was so smart. She knew all of us and what we were struggling with in particular, and she handpicked us together. She was my naqiba and she put us together in this group, my, my, my Islamic teacher in a way. Um, and she was just kind of like how we talk in this podcast, kind of like what I do. It's like, you're just giving advice to women and you're talking to them and you're using obviously everything in within proper Islamic context. And I thought about where I was in my life when I was introduced to my mentor and to this knit, like close knit circle of women who are now some of my best friends. Matter of fact, was just in their house eating couscous. I think I put it on my IG stories um, about a week ago, if you saw that. Yeah, that was with those same women. And what I needed at the time, you know, it was that support. And it was that um, that circle of women who were like me, they were ready to grow and they wanted to take it seriously and they wanted other women like them. And, you know, I feel like that was just such a huge piece of my life where I could say, like, if I was to take those women out and if I was to take that mentor out of my life, I, I would not be where I am today by a lot because I feel like a lot truly led me to them. And sometimes I think we don't understand what is right under our own noses. Like there's that joke, I know a lot of people tell it. I'm not sure if you've heard it about, I think I might've mentioned on the podcast before about the guy who's drowning. And he says, "My this is an, un, it's not a Muslim joke. It's just like a general joke. He says, um, my Lord will save me. And then so like some guy comes by with a plane. Do you need help? He's like, no, my Lord will save me. And he's like, brings a boat no, my Lord will save me. He brings the helicopter, another guy. He says, no, my Lord will save me. And in the end, the guy drowned and he went to God, quote unquote, supposedly. And he said, what happened? I trusted you. And I had my faith as God, you would save me. And in the joke, they say, God said, well, didn't you see the boat I sent you? Didn't you see the plane I sent you? Didn't you see the helicopter I sent you? And and the joke of this, like I said, it's not like literally, it's not a Muslim joke. It's a non-Muslim joke is that sometimes we're waiting for these ultimate moments, ultimate moments for Allah to give us this aid and we don't realize the aid is right in front of us. Maybe he's brought someone in our life 
to influence us and bring us to positive levels that we're not realizing that we should take a step closer to and that we should really, really just um, see that as an opportunity in our life to become better versions of ourselves. And so if I'm really honest, those people had such a profound effect on how I am today and how I grew so quickly. Now, this is not just my thinking. It's actually the prophet, peace be upon him, and what um, you know my mentor gave to me. She understood that in order to grow to my full potential, I didn't have the right guide at the time, and so she needed to be there for me. And I didn't have the answer to my questions, and she needed to teach me, and she needed to put me around other women that wanted to do this like myself. And because of that, she knew I also needed to feel connected. So I want to talk a bit more about the connection piece today. And the truth is when you're going through really, really hard times over your life, you need to feel like you are supported. I can't tell you how many women contact me every day and they just feel like, you know, nobody understands them or they're all alone in their issue or they can't talk to anyone else. Sometimes people tell me their like deepest, darkest secrets and they've never even met me. And that just goes to show you that they are looking for someone to connect and guide with them in different times of their life when they're struggling. And that is a basic human need. That's what I wanted to highlight right now. Just saying that you know, psychologists will tell you that this is a basic human need for people to feel connected. This is something very, very common. And loneliness is something that people have been experiencing since the beginning of time. And I mentioned in the last podcast about emotions and issues that we stuff down inside of us. And then we just, they fester and they turn, I told you, into moods and into temperaments and into personality traits and so on. So one of these things, even though it's not like a huge fight you had, or it's not like a car accident or a traumatic childhood event, one of them could be going through deep periods in our life of loneliness or isolation, um, hence COVID-19, right? So a lot of people had these issues prior and now they're only exacerbated. They're like chalking it up to what can I do about it and just stuffing it in their chest and moving on with their day. So what I'm going to say, these problems can become chronic and that's what's happening. And Chronic loneliness leads to all kinds of problems, not just you and your personality changing, but deeper things, serious things. It can feel torturous even if you know what I'm talking about. And it can go really, really deep into, um, you know, ruining your sleep. And then your sleep obviously ruins your mood even more. And then you're crabby and you're barking at people, right? Or it can make you spiral into deep depression and suicidal thoughts. So if you're going through those things, what I want to tell you is you need to notice that Understand that that's something your body is not going to pull you out of without you interjecting with a plan, with a way to attack it. And that is so much the reason why now more than ever, I need to bring the class to you guys and have you guys understand how your body is working so you can know exactly how to respond. Because more than ever, people now are being forced to take all these emotions that they were having that were huge, like life problems way before COVID and just like, oh, like I just got to keep going. What can I do? I was watching um, an Instagram post somebody shared with me just yesterday. Actually, it was a teacher and it was of teachers crying online, doing online teaching now and how difficult it is. And some have to do online teaching and some have to do online in-person hybrids. And it is so difficult right now. And teachers have said, I've loved my job. I've loved teaching children, da, 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 and they are struggling. Parents, parents who have children who are learning online, they want to pull their hair out of their head. They're like, oh my gosh, there was a time where I sent my child to school and they were happy. Now my child's on a device all day and they're like, you know, melting off their seat and they don't want to do the work and they're unmotivated and we're all going through similar things of stress. There's women who are just sitting in their houses trying to work from home and deal with children or even if they're not working and trying to homeschool kids at the same time, they're just 
struggling with the fact that there is a new way of doing things. And we all know that the powers that be weren't ready for it. So they're figuring out as they go and we're all struggling. So what I want us to get of the podcast today is if we keep stuffing down these feelings of isolation, loneliness, I'll figure it out. I'll just, you know, you know, keep on going and not directly addressing it. There are huge consequences health-wise, like physical health, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health. What happens to a lot of these women next? So last time I talked about how it changes who you are and your personality, right? You want to be this person and you've since you're a child, you're imagining your future and all these great things. Well, what about now if we talk about the fact that if we don't change this, it's going to affect us other ways. So you might have been a strong Muslim and now you're noticing that you don't want to pray as much, that you don't want to make dua, that you're not talking to Allah. You haven't picked up the Quran and gosh knows how long, Allahu alam. You know, all of these things are because you are hiding and stuffing your feelings away. And that's why I mentioned in the intro that I want us to understand that if you're just tired of feeling horrible, if COVID-19 has made things worse than they were before, or you just want to be happy and you're so tired, then honestly, please connect with me in the free class because I want to make sure that you get those tools. But what I want to talk about today, lastly, is about how the Prophet, peace be upon him, he talked about the importance of community. So this is something in Islam, and this is where I'm bringing the Islamic piece. I know I talked about science for a minute, but I want to bring in the Islamic piece where this is something huge to have community. And the, the Prophet, peace be upon him, he said, a believer to another believer is like a building whose different parts support each other. And then the Prophet, peace be upon him, he clasped his fingers, interlacing them while saying that. And um, this is in Bukhari. And he also said the believers in their mutual kindness, compassion, and sympathy are like one body. When one of the limbs suffers, the whole body responds to it with wakefulness and fever. And so that's what I, I want to say is, yes, we're supposed to, be, They you often hear that um, quote when we talk about like poverty and things in the world and, you know, reaching out to one another. But I want to say that more than ever, we need to reach out to one another. This, you guys know, this is why I made Thrive. Women were suffering before. They needed support before. But now more than ever, we need to stop ignoring those horrible feelings we have every day. If you wake up in the morning and you do not even want to attack the day, you do not want to get out of your bed, you need to hear the stuff I have in the class. I need you guys to know that you're not alone. What you're going through is normal. But if you don't address it, not only will it get worse, but it can get dangerous. And, you know, community is an integral part of Muslim life and culture from the onset of Islam. In fact, the Prophet, peace be upon him, his first love, uh, Khadija, radiallahu anha, he responded to her and he said, she believed in me when no one else did. This points to the human need for connection, for someone to believe in us, to love us, to support us. And how far does it go towards emotional and mental wellness, especially now more than ever? And you know, when, when the Muslims were in Mecca and the Quraysh insisted on prosecuting them, right? The Muslims used to meet in a private home in, in Al-Qarm. In, <laughs> to read and learn Quran. They needed a close circle of friends because they had a lot of worldly pressures in their every day. And that's what I want us to know. So we really truly benefit 
from support. And maybe one of the most beautiful examples of community in our history in the time of the Prophet, peace be upon him, was when the Muslims migrated from Mecca to Medina, right? The Muhajirun. The Muhajirun, they went and they had a group that they found there, which was the Ansar, and they helped them. And this is all to say that community support is held in the highest regard in Islam. And it's something we should all prioritize in our life. And I want us to know that loneliness and when just continually staying isolated, it changes our thoughts. It increases our levels of cortisol, which is our stress hormone, which erodes our quality of life, our sleep, our overall health, well-being, and eventually our iman. It can affect our judgment and drive us to the brink of suicide. It can bring on a crisis and even violence when there wasn't any before. In a world where we are needing to be connected, we are constantly feeling disconnected, finding ourselves without a community, without a village, hence why you guys know I made Thrive, and without a large circle of friends. And our success as humans, as Muslims, lies in the hadith of the Prophet, peace be upon him, that a believer to another believer is like a building whose different parts support one another. So we need to be a support for one another. And um, Abu Hurairah uh, who said, I heard the Messenger of Allah saying, the rights of one Muslim over another are five. Returning salam, visiting the sick, attending funerals, accepting invitations, and saying, Yerhamakallah, you know, when somebody sneezes. So we have these obligations to one another that are super basic, but then on a deeper level, the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to always talk about um, the need for the just the general support and keeping ourselves strong. And the, the, the um, last one I'll mention is inspiration. So many of you talk about how the podcast inspires you. I want you to think about why. It's not just because we are just so amazing here. It's because we all need a place of inspiration, a place where we can hit play and someone tells us stuff. And by the end of it, we feel inspired to be better. I get so many messages from you. Matter of fact, I had one just today where one sister had, um, I was reading it today, and Jazakumallahu Khairan, you guys are so kind, where one sister said this podcast changed my entire life. So I want to say that the it's not that the podcast changed her entire life only, maybe. You know, Allahu alam how that worked for her. Uh, may Allah bless her. But it was that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put an opportunity in front of her. And she chose from free will to listen to that opportunity and start to incorporate it in her life. And that's something that any of us can do. A fast way to failure is never learning how to evolve, is never learning how to adapt, is never getting the tools to do what we need to do and just keep stuffing those horrible feelings inside. It is so dangerous. Something that is very difficult to learn on our own, we sometimes need the support of others. And that doesn't make us weak. That makes us human. There are countless stories of people who thrive early on, but isolate themselves from others and stagnate themselves. Communities by their very nature contain a diversity of opinion. You guys know I have a book club. Believe me, we're going to see a ton of diversity in there. And I'm so sorry. I know so many of you keep contacting me about joining still. But guys, you have to understand something about the way Mindful Muslima um, as a community here is going to work. We're going to present opportunities. We're going to open doors and we're going to close doors. Just like in real life, you have it. Because we have to make sure that the women that we allow in, we give them our full love and attention and support. We cannot just keep doors open endlessly until whenever women feel like finally getting around to it. We need to work with women who sincerely want to dive in 
when opportunities present themselves. So the next time a door opens, guys, do not hesitate. Because so many people after the doors close, like, please, sister, please, uh, I was thinking about it, but I didn't. But guys, I'm telling you, we have to close them in order to create this incredible support, in order to focus. Otherwise, it's like a train station, women moving in and out. We never get to really know them. We never get to really intimately connect. And we really want to connect with you. We know you're struggling. We're sorry that it's so hard for you. You shouldn't have to suffer the way you do. And we empathize with you and we want to support you. But you have to create that moment in your life. Like I was talking on Instagram today. I was mentioning how I, when I went to Amra, I had to literally stop my life. I was going through a horrific time. I was probably borderline suicidal. And I've talked about this before with you guys. And things were going out of control, just spinning out of control. It was not the time to hit pause. It wasn't. I had a lot going on but I did. I did because I knew I had to take control of myself. It was one of the best things I ever did. And I went and I made Umrah. And then I told the story in my Instagram today. You can go check it out on there that I went into the airport or maybe I talk about it in my other um, podcast as well. And I, I remember I took my phone and I, oh, maybe I'll leave that. I think it's tomorrow. I'm, I'm getting, losing track of my days. But anyway, between now and today and tomorrow, you'll hear it on my Instagram. I went around the corner and I took my phone out and my husband's like, what are you doing? Where are you going? I'm like, one minute. And I remember that feeling of peace that washed over me after I had that amazing experience of Amra. And I said, I have to capture this. I have to put it in a bottle. I wish I could wrap it up and feel it forever, but I know it's going to go away. So I left myself a voice message on my phone where I told myself how amazing it was. And I remember I could hear in my voice like the complete joy and peace and solace. And I had left myself this message like, don't forget this moment. Don't forget what you did that helped you to feel this good. It was when you made time for you. It was when you invested in yourself. You put money to get on a plane, to go wherever you had to go to get better. Guys, we don't always want to invest our time. We don't always want to invest our money. We don't want to invest in ourselves. We do everything for everyone else and we leave ourselves last. And I'm speaking to mothers especially. How many times during the day do you just clean and wash and feed and do things for people and pass out at the end of the day? Maybe you didn't even brush your own hair, your own teeth. You just like couldn't even get to yourself. Gosh forbid you got to that appointment that you needed at the dentist to take care of yourself or the doctor because everybody else's appointment came first. You have to at some point hit the pause button and take care of you. And I encourage women everywhere to just take this podcast as a reminder. You matter. We care about you. We know that you need um, to take time for yourself and to, if you're feeling loneliness, if you're feeling horrible feelings, you don't have to continue feeling them. I intend to, like I said, when I open my class, to explain to you how your body works, to explain to you how even to stop caring about what people think. I'm even going to include that one in there because I know that's a huge one right now at social media. And to also understand how you can get the answers to taking control of your emotions and not having to suffer like this anymore. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you guys. May Allah make you have an amazing weekend, have time for yourself. And I will talk to you on Monday in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Oh guys, forgot to mention, I will put the link for the waiting list down below in the notes. Until next time, assalamu alaikum.